hey, there's a chance we'll be using our grown-up language in this episode. So if you have little kids around, you might want headphones. You might also want a stiff drink. Hey, I'm not judging. Please parent responsibly. Hi, this is Adam. And this is Lisa. And this is Designated Parent. A podcast where we look at children's programming through the lens of adult beverages. Cheers. Cheers. Haha, I got it. Good job. I got that on time and everything. That was awesome. <laughs> so we're having Prosecco. Yeah, because we're too cheap for champagne. It's way right. bougie. Champagne is too expensive. The Prosecco is almost as delicious. I mean, I'm going to say like no a hundredth of the price. Indeed. So, therefore, more delicious. Anyway, so the reason we're celebrating, this is our 100th episode. It Which really is, is crazy to me. <laughs> it really is. We've done this a hundred times now. A hundred times. Over a uh, better part of two years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're actually a little bit ahead. You would think like we'd be like a month away, but we're like three months away because we I, did some doubling up in there i don't yeah i don't know how we've, it all works yeah we've averaged more than an episode a week for the last without skipping a week yeah we have not missed pretty one. impressive this is i've done this more than anything else <laughs> not more than anything else well more regularly in the past two years probably true than anything else yeah it's our or it's our most consistent thing i think mm-hmm. and uh so thank you all for listening all like 14 of you out there yeah we appreciate you it's great. I'm glad you're here with us for this journey. Mm-hmm. And here we are. So, yeah. so, so cheers to you. Cheers to you. To 100 more. Sure. And then some. Maybe. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. <laughs> no promises. Uh, so how's your uh, week going? Mm. How is my week? It was fine. Yeah, it was adequate. Yeah. I'm yeah, really, really starting any... to get into that like middle time. Where, like, time, must... to, time doesn't matter, and I'm like, oh, I guess it's this day. Sounds great. <laughs> yeah, I guess it's, yeah. I sure, mean... I believe you. Like, I'm at the point now where if you tell me, hey, it's Tuesday at 3 o'clock, I'd be like, I guess that sounds right. <laughs> I mean, why not? I have no external I know, I have no bearings. Yeah, so we're fine. Uh, you know, things are going a little crazy, going nuts out there. Our school district has gone back to like full remote for the high school. Our high school is full remote, and uh, our elementaries are still planning on meeting in person. But I don't know how long that's logistically last. how long that's going to last. But we made the decision in like August, July, July, yeah, that we were going to keep our kids home for the first year because that or for the first semester because that was the option, right? And, and do so that, we and did do the digital only. Portion. And that's working out. So it I looks mean, like it means that we made the decision in July, and we don't have to make any more decisions. It's just been a consistent. You know, our kids know what to expect. We know what to expect. Everybody's doing okay, ish. Mm-hmm. But at least it's consistent. At least we're there. And right. I feel I like I really feel for the people who like are having things upended and mm-hmm. are at the mercy of whatever. Uh, but yeah, and also we felt like because we could. Yeah, Logis- like it was definitely. hard, but we could logistically keep our kids home. We felt like we should keep that spot for people who, who can't. can't. Right. So. so we've, you know, we've done what we can do, and we're continuing to do that. And mm-hmm. hopefully, 
Well, hopefully we just muddle through. And yeah. We'll see. Yeah, like, I guess Thanksgiving is in, like, two weeks. Like, I don't understand how time works. Yeah. <laughs> like, very, it's very It's not this week, up. it's the next week. Which means, if you're listening to this, it's this week. Yes. So, because we have a lead, lead time of a week on all our other podcasts. But, right. Uh, yeah, I don't, you know, I'm not really looking forward to Thanksgiving. It's going to be kind of, like, mm-hmm. it's the stress this year of, like, can we go like when was my last exposure when was the last time i was in the office around humans and Mm -hmm. what what were those humans doing before they got to my office and (sighs) you just have to assume you work with plague monkeys like a hundred percent i assumed that before this thing happened but here we are right so Oh, well, we'll see. We'll figure it out. We'll I play did, it by you. I did buy um some turkey and stuffing flavored potato chips at the store today. Which I feel is not our due diligence that we did not try them already. Because <laughs> that is amazing. And I mean, may- maybe we'll try them next time. Yeah, we will. I can almost guarantee we'll have a report by next time on mm-hmm. how those were. I'm really into the weird potato chips. Like It's great. Yeah. I love it. So thank you, Aldi, for scratching thank that Thank you, itch. Aldi, for weird potato chips. Uh, so... As we drink our Prosecco, we're going to get mm-hmm. probably a little more than usual. Because you're like two drinks in right now. Yeah, I'm a drink in. I am two drinks in. Before, and we just opened a bottle of Prosecco. Before, and like, Prosecco, it goes bad. It's like vodka. No, that doesn't. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. So it does It does go bad. I mean, like, tomorrow we could probably use it for uh, apple cider beverages for maybe, breakfast. I think maybe. like uh, apple cider mimosa, basically. Yeah, you you might be able to. It wouldn't be as bubbly, but it might be It'd okay. It'd be okay. But, I mean, you gotta drink what you gotta drink, right? So we'll we'll drink and we'll see what happens. Anyway, so we watched a movie, though, with the fams. We did watch a movie. Um, okay, can I talk about, just real fast, this mm-hmm. morning, my kids have watched two Christmas movies. Well, we're gonna dive into that here soon. And they were, like, if I was playing Christmas movie drinking games, I would be dead. Yes. Because it was just Isn't like... this podcast a drinking game for Christmas movies? <laughs> it was like every movie trope ever. There was like orphans. There were senior dogs. <laughs> there were talking animals. There were... Estranged like, fathers. Estranged fathers. There was a uh, single dad, like... Did cor- they use this phrase... man. Did they use the phrase true meaning of Christmas? Right, and also Christmas spirit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, it was just like boom, 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 boom. Like, Does Santa every... Claus show up and all the grown-ups are like, yeah, we totally knew that was legit? <laughs> Yeah, it, yeah. if I was playing uh, Christmas movie drinking games, I would be just dead right now because it was so on the nose. Tell me you had comic relief reindeer. I don't even know. I didn't watch all of them, like, but I caught enough of the plot that I was like, you guys, oh, okay. That's where we're going. <laughs> Sounds great. Huh, that's how I am with like everything. I don't really know what's going on, but I'm catching enough of the plot to be like, people don't know what's going on. It's true. It it's makes true. no sense. Yeah, so uh, it's mid-November. Our kids are watching Christmas movies. Not even but Thanksgiving. I should not be surprised because they watch Christmas movies in July. They watch Christmas movies on our beach vacation. <laughs> yeah, and like some of the like Christmas movies, like the new batch of Christmas movies are just now kind of starting to launch mm-hmm. on all the streaming platforms. And so right, they're... so like our, it was a new movie on Netflix. And I was like, I like dogs and Christmas. Here I come. Yeah, exactly. Oh, a new talking dog movie, so... Here we go. But we watched uh, the movie we're going to talk about tonight mm-hmm. is uh, Ugly Dolls. Ugly Dolls. Uh, which is a little, it's not a most recent film, but. I don't know when it came out. 
It's have, recent-ish. I have no concept of time. Should I look that up? Nah, it's fine. Okay. Uh, this movie was a cross-production with uh, whoever made it and some Chinese companies. So mm-hmm. it's... Yeah, lots of like, names that are like Shanghai, blah, 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 Guangzhou, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, oh I, know where the, I, know, I know where those places are. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh, but... Uh, for whatever good reason or bad reason, they made this movie. It's not terrible. Yeah. It doesn't work in a lot of ways. <laughs> but it's about ostensibly a group of, get this. Ugly dolls. Indeed. It's ugly dolls. So They're well, real into the literal naming. Yes, which is why you end up with like ugly dog. Mm-hmm. Ugly dog. Wedgehead. Yeah, ugly though. Like, I love a literal name. Sounds great. So, um, this movie starts, we meet uh, Moxie. This movie starts, we're in a doll factory. Oh, yeah, yeah. Creepy, super creepy doll factory. Super creepy doll factory manned by robots. And you see these dolls, and all the dolls that are perfect continue on in the line. And uh, the dolls that are weird get rejected. Get rejected. Do you need more, too? Yes, please. These are tiny glasses, so don't judge us how much you hear the fizzing pores. Anyway, so yeah, so all these dolls are getting rejected, and they fall down into Uglyville, Mm -hmm. which is actually kind of cute. Yeah, like, great, actually. I'm here for it. It's got a nice aesthetic. Yeah, so Uglyville has all the ugly dolls. They all have, like, weird, misshapen, uh, non-symmetrical houses, and they fucking know how to party. Like... Okay, so this whole thing's a musical, first off. Like, yeah, let's just like, let's decompress that. Beyond a musical, like an opera. Yeah. There are, like, four spoken lines. <laughs> nah, it's not quite that bad. But, like, it's, the first act is almost it's all... It's very musical. It's almost all musical first act. It's, like, the second act that starts actually getting mm-hmm. some exposition. And by the third act, it's, like, back to being a musical. Like, I mean, there is exposition robot. That literal character name. We'll get there. Yes. Um, And so... Moxie is, like, super optimistic. She's the first kind of one we meet. Right. Every day Moxie Violently wakes up pink. and is like, today's going to be the day. Today's going to be the day that I, like, meet my child. Like, there's one child for every doll and one doll for every child. They're, like, doll-child soulmates. Um, should we tell her that, like, my child has very multiple <laughs> mini-dolls, tends to lose them, forget where they are. I mean, I don't... There's, a, there's a very, like, doll-child-soulmate vibe. That happens here, but, uh, yeah. yeah. They don't need to know, I guess. Let the mystery alive. Right, and she's like, today's gonna be the day. And she's, you know, she writes in her calendar. And she's, like, up and at him and ready to go and super mm-hmm. excited. Yeah, and, like, she has this this fantastic idea that she's gonna go to the big world. She's gonna meet her kid. The and kid was gonna find her. Yeah. Somehow. I don't know. It's very blurry. Like, her mm-hmm. optimism knows no details. Right. Which is generally how I find optimism to be. I mean, I'm optimistic, but I'm not naive. Right. And she's straight up naive. That's fair. And so uh, they have like a whole musical number and there's another ugly dog going to come land in town. They can Mm -hmm. tell it's coming somehow. Right. They get some kind of warning, like incoming, incoming. Yeah. And the dog comes from the pipes that fall down into the sky Mm -hmm. into this... uh, they uh, bothered to draw a uh, a target. Yeah, a target <laughs> in the middle of town where where new ugly dolls arrive. 
And any time a doll's coming, they have to get like this turtle thing with a mattress on his back to right, come and catch it. They have a turtle with it? a mattress on his back. Why wouldn't you just put the mattress? Just leave the mattress there. Just leave it. It doesn't seem like it rains in Uglyville. It doesn't. They live in felt houses, so right, right. probably not. Uh, but they meet the new Wedgehead guy, and this is when you kind of meet the crew as they introduce themselves and show them around Uglyville, and they're like, hey, I'm... Hey, you know, welcome! I'm Ugly yeah. Dog. I'm awesome. I'm voiced by Pitbull. Do we yes. want to take a moment? Okay. Guys, this cast is bonkers. So, <laughs> So, yeah. Moxie is the main character. She's pink, and she's the one who's always like, today is the day, and she's voiced by Kelly Clarkson. Kelly Clarkson! Kelly Clarkson. And her best friend, uh, Lucky Dog, is played by Pitbull. <laughs> they cast Pitbull... As a literal dog. As a literal dog. Bless Yeah, us. it's pretty great. Um, Ox is the mayor of Uglyville. He is Blake Shelton. He's Blake Shelton. I mean, like, what? Mo- most attractive dad at the barbecue. Uh, I mean, I take umbrage, but <laughs> at the same time, you're not wrong. Uh, so Blake Shelton's in this. Wanda Sykes is in this. Mm-hmm. Um, Rob Riggle My makes an appearance. My to the point... Where they recognize Wanda Sykes. And they're like... Which is disturbing. I was like, we know that lady. And I was like, she's always playing someone sassy. And I was like, it's true. That's that's fair. That's just that's Wanda. Her, that's her main milieu is uh, sassy characters. That's what she did. So good for Wanda. Uh, who else is in this? Lizzo? Yeah. Lizzo, Lizzo. Lizzo is in this. Charlie XCX is in this. Who uh, I, I have no... Oh, I should, I should have made you listen to the Lizzo Charlie XCX duet that is like in my head all the time. So great. Is that I just took a DNA test? <laughs> no. Because that's like the uh, only Lizzo I know. <laughs> oh, we need to have a whole like... Do we? Yes. She's fucking great. You know what? I got nothing but love for her, but like... She's great. I think you would like her. I she's mean... A, she's a real jam. Yeah. I stopped listening to new music... Because you're fucking like old? Like four U2 albums ago, and oh, that says something. <laughs> My heart hurts so bad. <laughs> I mean... Fallout Boy still together? Shrug shoulders emoji. Who knows? Who Anyways. Knows? Um, yeah, I don't really keep up. And yeah, yeah. She's not really my jam. That's just but yeah, like, stop. But anyway. Pretty much everybody her. in this, like, has a Grammy. And I'm like, okay. Yeah, it's <laughs> like, really weird. It's a, it's a lot. It's a lot of people with a lot of musical talent. So, uh, I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. And, um... So they're they're giving the the new guy the tour, mm-hmm. and you just realize like they're really functional. Like they're I would so fun. be fine to live in this town. Mm-hmm. I don't need a child. Like fuck that. Like, like I want to rave every night and like great friends. And they have like a button they push, and this buffet table lines up yes. all the way down the middle fuck. of town. Yes. And when they're done eating, lit. they have a food fight. Yes. Have you ever had a food fight? I have one time. It was uh, at a camp. It was a day camp. Uh, close enough. Actually, I've had two two food fights. <laughs> one time at camp, one time at day camp. There you go. Uh, but I was the movies aren't uh, wrong. Raised by very by very like uh, lower income middle class people that I was like so traumatized by the waste of food. Yeah, I can imagine. That I could not enjoy it. <laughs> well, also, like I'm just I I'm traumatized by the thought of somebody cleaning this up. Mm-hmm. Like it, that is awful. Yeah, so the whole time it wasn't like I was like a carefree 10-year-old throwing food. I was like, guys, this is perfectly good food. What the fuck is wrong with you? 
I'm like, somebody, either we're going to have to clean this up, or somebody else is going to have to clean this up, and it is not fair. So I've never been in one. But yes. anyway. Yes. Um, but it's, I mean, it's great. It's, it's legit. Um, though, you know, again, Moxie's kind of got her, like, I want something more. Right. I want to go into the big world and find my child uh, soulmate mm-hmm. and live whatever this life is. And so, uh, Green Bunny Blake Shelton. Yes, Blake Shelton. Uh, Ox, the mayor, is like, mm-hmm. we need a, like... You need to tamp down this optimism. Like, the... Like, the I'm okay with the world, optimism. The big world isn't really real. Like, it's just some stories. Like, you need to focus on your life here and how amazing your life here is and just, like... Like, in a good way. Mm-hmm. Like, not in a give up on your dreams, but more of a, like, focus on appreciating what you have now. Right. Bloom where you're planted. Yes. Kind of thing. And... But Moxie's having none of it. Right. And so, he's... So, Ox is like, hey, um, Lucky Cat... Or Lucky Bat. Go see Lucky Bat. You need to, like, talk to and her. He'll... Yeah, or, or whatever. Yeah. I don't know the gender of any of these things. Moxie uh, is female, yeah. Lucky Cat is... Is male, male I, think, I think. But I don't know, whatever, it doesn't matter. Uh, but they, Lucky Cat, is like the wisest doll in Uglyville. Right, and so and she... so Moxie, Moxie... thinks that means he's like a fortune teller. Right. So he goes to Lucky Cat, and Lucky Cat's like, hey, what's up? And she's like, I need you to tell me what to do. He's like, okay... And he, like, very clearly cracks open a fortune cookie and reads her the fortune. Yeah. And, uh... Find your own like, truth. I don't know what I or... what to do. And she's like, maybe you should find your own truth. 64, 27, 18, like, 23, <gasps> 4. That's brilliant. <laughs> I should go out and find my own stuff and see what I need to do. Right. And he's like, that's not... It's not... What I mean, I meant, that's horrible advice. Like, like, that's not what I meant. He's like, maybe you should just have some tea. Like, oh, you want to read my tea leaves? And she's like, he's like, it's not really my thing. Like, uh, you... you... And she's like, you're right. I should read my tea leaves. <laughs> and he's like, like, I see leaves. <gasps> oh my god, I should leave! Lucky cat, you're brilliant! And, and he's, he's like, that's like... not at all what I'm saying! <laughs> yeah, and so she's going to leave. She's going to go find her kid. Mm-hmm. Um, And her idea is she's going to go out the tube that all the things come in right all the ugly dolls arrive through this tube so if you climb backwards up the tube that has to go to somewhere yes i mean it's not unsound logic it is fair so she's going to climb up the tube she gets a bundle of misfits to come with her right right her best friend yeah and a uh, bunch of other people lucky cat the dog mm-hmm. um what's the Big gray thing and Wanda Sykes is a boo, Bobo, blue, big woo. I don't know. I should probably look it up. Babo, Babo, God, Gabriel Iglesias. Yes, is his voice. He's fluffy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so they throw Pitbull up into the tube, right. and then he like ties a rope to something, and everybody's able to climb up into the tube with him. And they're like, "All right, let's go." Like, mm-hmm. let's see what's in here is how Moxie kind of first phrases it. And they're like, oh, looks like it's a tube. Right, right. It keeps going. She's like, but now we're here. We should, like, keep going, right? And they're and like, they're like oh, I mean, I guess so. And she gives them all the hard sell of, like, you know that in your heart of hearts, like, you wouldn't leave me to do this. And, like, you're my best friend. And you like, wouldn't let me do and this And Pitbull's like, fuck yes! <laughs> and, and they finally get to Wanda Sykes and she's like, go ahead, give me the hard sell. Tell me that, like, deep down, I really want to know what's on the other side, or whatever, whatever. And she was like, 
if you leave, you're going to have to climb down that cliff all by yourself. And she was like, oh, fuck, that's a good sell. (laughs) She's like, for the record, I think this is a terrible idea. (laughs) Yep. And so they they climb up together. Everyone's um, just kind of going through the dark. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then there's a little argument over flashlight. But they end up falling into like these slides full of super duper creepy dolls. Mm -hmm. Uh, They're just like armatures like with like very plain white faces. And everybody's very vanilla and bland. And what it is is they they land in Perfection, which mm-hmm. is another town, and there's going to be like there's like an Institute of Perfection there. It's yes, the Quality Control Center. It's the Quality Control Center. So they're in QC. They're in QC. And they're ugly dolls. This is the main tension right. of the show. Right, and uh, the leader of. Uh, perfection is a guy named Lou. Lou, as vo- voiced by Nick Jonas. <laughs> Nick fucking Jonas. First yeah. off, I want to know how that went over when Nick Jonas had to tell the other Joni right. that I'm in this movie or not in this movie. They just yeah. want me. Like they can tell the difference between our voices and mine is superior. Like, how did that go? <laughs> Also, can you tell the difference between a Jonas voice and a... No! No, they all sound the fucking the same. Like, if I called their house, I'd be like, can can I talk to this person? And they'd be like, that speaking. And I'll be like, oh, I thought you were the other person. And I'd be like, yeah, I get that a I, lot. I don't want to ruin this for you, but at this point, I think they live in different houses. Because they are grown-ass men. I imagine them <laughs> to be like a big brother house. I where they see, all live all the time. Like the sweet life of Zach and Cody. Yes. Where they just, like, all have... They have, like, a fucking cruise ship or whatever. They're not humans. Like, they just exist for entertainment. Who knows? Yeah. I mean, I'm sure the Jonases are pretty aware of their living situation. I mean, maybe, but also, like, probably their mom also gets their voices confused. Yeah. Well, my mom calls me the wrong name half the time, and I have no brothers. Mm -hmm. So that's probably a fair concern. Poor Jonas' mom. One time she called you the dog's name. No. Uh, well, she has called me the dog's name. She once called my brother-in-law the dog. Not even his actual name, just the literal words, the dog. And we have not let him live that down. It was great. Because we was, shouldn't. It was a great day. It was just made my life. I was like, that's fantastic. Uh-huh. Anyhow, where were we? So what's happening is they show up in perfection and they go through like these scanners that kind of like skin the dolls. Oh, yeah. And the scanner scans one of the ugly dolls and it just breaks and is like, tell my family I love you. The voice of the scanner is Jane Lynch. They got Jane Lynch for the the voice of the scanner for like two minutes. And we're just like, your name is Megan and you're a lawyer and also a model. (laughs) Your name is Kevin and you're a an engineer, engineer, but also also a a model. model. Yeah, Jane fucking Lynch. Wow, right. and what a get! I know. And they uh, they scan the ugly dolls, and then that's when no, that's like, when she freaks out. She's like, "You're not a what, model." What, uh, the, what, uh, what, tell my family I love them, and then it like falls off, like the camera falls off, and like bursts into flame. Right, and they just walk through the flames, and like, cool, whatever. This Sup, gate's open. <laughs> I just took a DNA test. Turns out. Turns out. So, um. That's when, like, the whole thing kind of goes off the hinges, and everybody's like, there's no way Lou's gonna like this. 
They go get Lou, and turns out Lou doesn't like this. And so, like, Lou comes in, and he's just like, we right. gotta get rid of you guys. And the new people are like, who's Lou? And they're yeah. like, don't know who Lou is? Then <sighs> <laughs> Lou sings a whole song. About how you're not perfect. About how he's perfect. And you're ugly. And everyone else is fucking terrible. Yep. But he's still gonna, like, teach you to be as good as you can possibly be. But it'll never be as good as him. If you try really hard, you might get a like touch of my approval mm -hmm. no promises though right but work really hard to get my approval and maybe i'll give it to you and then like he's um obviously evil like right. obs and he and, and lou finally kind of spots the ugly dolls and they're like listen there's no way on this green earth you guys are getting out of here you're not gonna survive it you're not um you're, you're not made of the right stuff you're not cut out to run, quote-unquote, the gauntlet. Yeah, which is like the final test before you go out and get a kid. Right, which is the final cutesy test. And Moxie's like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to prove you wrong. I'm going to do this. And I'm, I'm going to do it. Like, I made him so much optimism, so, you don't understand. <laughs> right, and so he's like, fine, you can stay at the supply suite. The supply suite. Mm-hmm. Until we figure out what the fuck we're going to do with you losers. Megan will show you the way. Yeah, Megan will show you the way. Or, uh, not Megan. Mandy. Mandy. Yeah, Mandy. Uh, she's going to show you the way. And so they go off, and then Lou goes to his office, which has, like, nothing but images and statues of him. Of himself. And we're like, oh, this is, like, truly some narcissistic bullshit. He sings a song to the darkening window so he can see his own reflection and, mm -hmm. like, the action outside. And it's super creepy. And you're like, oh, he's the bad guy. Right. Like, Oz. Obviously the, Oz bad, the bad guy. Obviously the bad uh, guy. There was the still of this movie, and my daughter was like... So who do you think the good who who's the bad guy? And I was like, it's obviously this, obviously this person. Obviously and the blonde one. Obviously it's it's the blonde person. And uh, she was like, okay, who do you think is the one who has any sense? And I was like, I think it's the orange one. And she was like, you're so good at this. It's Wanda Sykes for the record. And I was like, actually, I'm pretty good at this. Yeah. So the ugly dogs get to the supply suite, which is just a supply closet. Right. It's just and a, they think it's awesome. Yeah. And it's asymmetrical, and they're like, yes! It's a little dingy. Like, I, I call dibs on this mop in the bucket of dirty water, fuck yeah! Ah! And Mandy's just like, oh. Um, like, there's a little kind of running gag where she, like, runs into stuff. Mm -hmm. But it turns out she has glasses. So she is right. also not perfect. Right, she's <sighs> imperfect. And she was like, I can't let anybody know I have glasses, because I'll never be accepted into the fray. Mm -hmm. And, uh... They're like, Moxie is like, is I like your glasses. It makes you like special and shit. And uh, they're like, oh, special's bad here, right? <laughs> She's like, well, I mean, we're all about assimilation, so you know, there's that. It's not ideal. And so, uh, meanwhile, uh, Lou had sent some spies on a mission. Yes. And these spies are fantastic. Right. Okay. So the spies are Lizzo, <laughs> who. Her name doesn't even appear when on the IMDb. You have to Google like who played uh, Kitty? ugly ugly dolls Lydia or Lydia. She played and Lydia. Uh, and then you're like, oh, that was Lizzo. And I was like, I knew I recognized her voice. Yep. Uh, so Lydia is Lizzo. Uh, I don't know. Kitty is Charlie X C X. 
And then I don't know who Tuesday is. She's a famous singer, but I don't. I'm unfamiliar. I think she's like with an, her work. She's Chinese, I think. I don't know. Um, there was somebody in there that was Chinese, and I was like, oh, okay, but like, I don't know. I don't know who anybody is. Yeah, I don't think she's Chinese. Maybe not. I don't know. I'm just little drinky. She's American. Oh, is she? Mm-hmm. I was thinking somebody else then. I'm sorry. Yeah, but she's worked with Nick Jonas. Oh, of course. Yeah. I and mean, other people. I feel like this was like an offshoot of whatever label represents a lot of these people. Yes, where it's like, who do we own? <laughs> yeah, Let's call who, who all do of this them in. in? Yeah. And Liz was like, I'm real fucking busy being a bad bitch. And they're like, it's only like 10 lines. You can do this. And but it was, was also like, okay. like, it was like six years ago. She wasn't that yet. I mean, she was working. She was, yeah, she was on She was on hustling. Up. Anyway, uh, and their whole thing is they're going to capture Ox mm-hmm. for some reason and bring him back to Luke. That's their whole thing. And they don't know why. And they're like, we will do whatever Lou says. We, you know, trust him implicitly. Yep. And um, that's dangerous. But they're like sneaking around town. And like every time somebody tries to see them, they like try to like make ugly faces. And like. <laughs> yeah. And in Uglyville. Nobody the, cares. There's a green like, what's up, ugly? And they're like, oh, my God. Can you check me? Do I look ugly? <laughs> and they're like, no, Megan, shut up. <laughs> yes. And, but, yeah, it's this whole thing where, like, nobody cares. Like, they're trying to sneak around. They're trying Mm -hmm. to be clandestine. But they could just, like, walk through the middle of town and the uglies would just be like, whatever. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter to me. Uh, I had no bearing on Mm -hmm. anything. We skip back. We're now in the training for the gauntlet. Training montage, yes. Yeah, well, pre-training montage. We're in the classroom. Yes. Okay. Where Lou is like, look. The most important thing is to avoid messes. Yeah. Because if you get messy, you're going to end up in the washer. And the more time, and every time you come out of the washer, you come out a little less perfect. Right. And if you do that enough times, your kid's parents will throw you out because you're fucking disgusting. So. He's not wrong. He's not. Uh, but he's like, so your job is to avoid messes. And the ugly dolls, like, don't get it. They're like, but kids have fun when they make messes, right? And they're like... Err. They're, like, already, like, literally wallowing in glue right, and glitter. Like, they're, and like, having a glue fight. <laughs> it reminded me of the gasoline fight from Zoolander. Oh, so good. So good. Such a great freak, reference. Freak gasoline fight incident. Yep. And so Lou's like, all right, well, congratulations. You've passed. You get to go. And he brings him up to this, like, portal... Mm-hmm. Which looks is like the portal to the the real world. You're like, really? That You're was like, that's fast. amazing. Yeah. Wow. That I was... always knew I was cut out for this. And they open the door and they show in. It's the washing machine. They have a washer there. Mm-hmm. And he turns it on and gives the threat. That's when he really gives the exposition about the washer. Like, mm-hmm. this thing is evil. This thing will kill you. This is right. It's basically the sex ed speech, but if it was about washing machines, about washing machines. Yeah. Which also maybe we should have a no. 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 Anyway. Um, and so that's when they're like, okay, we got to do this lose way. We got to figure this out and make sure um, we do our best to not end up in the washing machine. We're going to kill this Prosecco. I mean, ooh, you have oh, to. Oh, oh, oh. I'm real good at pouring. It's literally one of your job requirements. So. It is. All right. Um, so they have a training montage. This is the, where they have the training montage to... Um, make your dream come true by Hollow Notes. Oh, so good. I mean, so good. It <laughs> was not my pick for a training montage song, but it works. It's, it's perfect. 
And every time, like, they keep getting messier and, mm-hmm. like, watched more as right. this goes. And right. it's fine. They all look just the same as they did when they came in. So right, right. They are that loose full of shit. Unchangeable. Mm-hmm. And so... So the end of the wash day. Yeah, Lou's like, listen. And he was like, gauntlets tomorrow. Far be it for me to discourage you. Which mm-hmm. Moxie's like, oh, that's really hard. Right, it's really hard. No. I'm, I'm real, real fucking, like, optimistic. Mm-hmm. You, you cannot dull my shine, motherfucker. Yeah. And so he's like, but you guys are going to fail at this. And just be prepared for what's going to happen afterwards. Mm-hmm. Like, you need to be ready to accept your defeat. Right. Because because pr- pretty dolls are what win the, yeah, the gauntlet. The gauntlet. Meanwhile, the spies return. Mm-hmm. They've got Ox with them. Blake Shelton. Mm-hmm. And they dump him out. And Ox looks up, sees Lou, and goes, Hello, old friend. Hello, Lou. And they're like, oh my god, you guys know each other? And Kitty's like, he just said hello, Lou. Get with it. <laughs> like, yeah, it's really... There, yeah. yeah, there's some tension there. So that kind of just is like a clip. Mm-hmm. And then we're back at the supply suite where Mandy is helping. Right, okay, so they were like, if only pretty dolls can win the gauntlet. Like, We'll okay, just be pretty. We'll just be pretty. And they like try it themselves. And they put on like a Marie Antoinette wig. Yeah, it's and, fantastic. And like a real poofy dress. Like everybody's bows. There's corsets and... Right. Right, and uh, Bandy, Janelle Monet is like, hey, I think you're great, and you don't need to change. But if you want to change, here's how I would change. <laughs> and so, Which is like a real fine line of like, yeah, I think you're perfect, but if you want to change, yeah, this is how you, you here can do I it. would do it. And so they have all dolled up in the song about getting mm-hmm. all dolled all up, up and turned into like, and right. assimilated. And if, and if you're really great at it, well, like none of your none of who you are will shine through. Yeah, just take everything that makes you you, tip it down really, really hard. Right, just cover it all up. And then just be what everybody wants you to be. Mm-hmm. And you'll be fine. And they're like, Yeah, this sounds like a great optimistic mm-hmm. song. Right, and the last part of it is uh Mandy being like, Oh, if I could mm-hmm be all dolled up like i would be a completely different person (laughs) yeah i'm not really pleased with who i am yeah it's kind of her little reprise i am want to be yeah so next day uglies show up to um the the gauntlet gauntlet. ready to go and news like yeah no you're not no you don't get to do this Mm -hmm. by the way i have someone here to help me with the exposition Right. Here's Ox. Not Exposition Robot. Yeah, which... Who is coming later. Yeah. They, uh... And so, Ox is like, yeah, so here's the deal. Uh, I'm ugly. Right. Lou here... I somehow ended up in Perfection Town. Yeah, and Lou helped me get out of Perfection Town and into... Help me find Uglyville. We There used to be a recycling portal. Right, He he's the one who helped me get out of Perfection, and he showed me... He led me to where all the ugly dolls like me went, and uh, he was like, "We're we're just shredded. We're we're recycling. We're rubbish. Like nobody cares about us." And so I boarded up the pipe to recycling. And diverted I, it to Uglyville. Yeah, yeah, I rerouted it to Uglyville, a place where ugly dolls could be safe and live their best life. 
like, away from people and the judgment of society and all that bullshit. Which, I mean... You're not wrong. Like, honestly, Uglyville's great. Yeah. (laughs) I would be here for it. Who fucking needs children? They're the worst. We have three. They're the worst. Yeah, some days. So, um... Uh, and so... Ox is like, guys, we just we just need to accept our fate. Like, mm-hmm. let's just go back to Uglyville, suck it up, and do it. So they go back to Uglyville, and Hope is dead. Like everybody's all sad. Yeah, like it's all gray and miserable. Like there's no more musical numbers. Mm-hmm. Poor Moxie's just like, this is my life now. I have nothing to live for. I'm just stuck here. So sad. Mm-hmm. And. Then Ma- Mandy shows up. Mandy shows up. And is like, listen, fuck this shit. Right. You're going to run that gauntlet and you're going right. to destroy There's a fucking bastard and you need to destroy him. <laughs> like, do it for me. Do it for all of us that are a little bit different. And Moxie's like, damn straight. Let's do mm-hmm. it. And so they go up. They have like a moment. They have like this unbreakable mirror song. Yes, Unbreakable Mirror Song. Which is weird, but it's fine where they're like, we're going to be who we are because we are strong, internal, like, mm-hmm. we're bad bitches. Be yourself. Yeah, we're going to do this. And so they leave and go back up into the tube mm-hmm. to escape. And as they're escaping, they meet Lou and the Spies. Lou and the Spies. Who had followed Mandy and were like, oh, yeah, we can't be having this. Didn't they capture mandy yeah well they capture mandy and moxie okay and they throw them down the recycling tube Mm -hmm. and somehow i don't know how but word gets back right that they're in danger and so maybe all the ugly dolls have like telepathy maybe oh and so the ugly dolls all band together to rescue them from the recycling center which is like this big chomping yeah it's a big chomping treader it has eyes and teeth and shit yeah, it's really creepy. It's very, very personified. <laughs> um, and so they all come up there, and um, like Ox and all the team like go up there, rescue Moxie, and then they're like, "You have a point. Mm-hmm. Fuck that guy. Fuck that guy." So they they all galvanize against the fuck that guy. Yep. Uh, and so ideology. Um, and the point Ox makes is, like, if Lou's gonna recycle us, he'll recycle anybody that doesn't meet his standards. Mm-hmm. Which is We everybody. gotta do it for everybody. Like, we gotta stop this guy. And so they go out, and they go to, um, go to perfection, and the, their stated purpose is to let their freak flies, flags, let their freak flags fly. Right, and they're gonna run the gauntlet. I've had a few. Their issues. way. Yeah, they're gonna run it their way. Uh, which I think defeats the point of like an obstacle course, doing it your way. If because like I mean, if I went to They do go through all the obstacles. They mm-hmm. just the thing is like it's a puzzle. Right. And you solve it however you solve it. I guess so. So if you solve it in a very unconventional way, but all the pieces fit mm-hmm. and like yeah everything's fine it doesn't matter and so they show up to run the gauntlet and lose like fine i'm running it with you like right I'm gonna... i don't even have to win like i'm just gonna make sure that you fucking lose yeah which is scorched earth fucker 
I mean, also, that's how you play every fucking board game. <laughs> how I do? Yes. I usually try to win, unless I'm playing with certain people that I, am, I need them to I am lose. that, like, straight-faced emoji <laughs> with all the teeth. <laughs> I mean... It depends. I mean, it depends on the game and the environment. But a lot of you play a lot of our games with like our family, mm-hmm. and usually I'm not playing to win. I'm playing to let one of my other children win. But I'm totally picking which one of my kids wins based on a whole rubric of personalities and who's pissed me <laughs> like off lately. Who's pissed me off lately? And so I'm always like half playing. Yeah, and then we're like, "You actually won this game," and I was like, "Yeah," because I like actually played like. Whereas I'm like Most of the time trying I to keep it competitive. Do not care. I'm just trying to keep it competitive and fun between. I don't trounce anybody ever. No, but usually I am. It's the dark I am horse. a real dark horse. Yeah. Where you're like, oh, I think he won this game, and I was like, yeah, because I know how rules work. Yeah. Also, our kids usually gang up against me. Yes, and then I'm and like, I'll, I, boop, 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 and I kind of have encouraged that just because I can take it. Like, yeah. I don't mind that but if they gang up on each other then like somebody's getting punched yeah or if they game up with me i'm like fuck all of this i don't even like competition i'm not doing this for my own gain i'm doing this because it's family fun but lou is evil about it so i am much more benevolent terrible so that the gauntlet is actually just this house Mm -hmm. and they all get in like the front porch and it's actually an elevator that takes them to the attic where there's a doggy door which makes no fucking sense why would you want your dog in the attic i don't know i have no neither a dog nor an attic reason so they get out into the attic and they've there's a dog there there's a robotic dog mm-hmm. and they're with another doll like one of the other perfection dolls right so the perfection dolls and the ugly dolls are like running the gauntlet at the same time so it's um Lou and the three spies yeah, and then are running are it together, what? and the ugly dolls are running it together. There's also, like, a male doll. Oh, yeah, Nolan. Nolan, who was already rejected, mm-hmm. but he's, like, kind of thrown down with the ugly dolls. And they walk in, and Nolan is immediately, like, grabbed by the dog, and he's like, oh, tragedy, we will never we can't be able to him. him. He's like, so sad. And you hear Nolan, he's like, I'm right here. You can grab my hand, like, right now. Like, There's my nothing right we here. could do. But I'm like... Not gone. And so Lou then, like, takes off running with the spies. And then Mm -hmm. Ugly Dolls are like, let's figure out how we can save Nolan. Right. And so uh, Ugly Dog Mm -hmm. is like, oh, I got this. I I speak dog. Right. I'm a dog. You're You're a dog. dog. Like, I'm I'm insanely cooler than you are, but, like, it's okay. (laughs) Yeah. And so they have, like, a moment. And we follow Lou. He has a rap. Yeah. He does. Mm -hmm. He's a pit bull. With his dog. And so... Uh, meanwhile, Lou and the spies are running through, and like one of the spies gets like a box dropped on her, and he's like, "Leave her!" Right. You know, it's who, too. Who falls behind stays behind. It's the pirate's code. <laughs> like. Not quite, but yes. And so he's he's running for the door. The ugly dolls have like tamed the dog and are now riding it. So Pipple comes back and he's like, "Is it weird for a pet to have a pet?" <laughs> Cause, cause he's riding this like robot dog and he's like, "Fuck yes!" <laughs> and so they're they're making up time, and Lou gets down to the door. You can see the door, and he's running across the foyer, mm-hmm. the foyer, the foyer, and the robot baby grabs, grabs him. him and grabs Moxie, right? And he's like, you know, banging him on the floor and whatever. Yeah. And then Lou, like, 
kicks the baby in the and, face. In the face, and all of this is being projected onto the kind of Hunger Games. There's style. an arena, yeah, of dolls watching this, and they're like, "Who the fuck kicks a baby in the face? This guy's a fucking asshole." <laughs> yeah, like. And it means yeah. Sometimes it's a long con where you're like, "Oh, this guy I guess is that's, an asshole." <laughs> that was the bridge too far. And um, so he escapes. To go run out. Lou does. Yeah. And the baby starts crying. It drops Moxie too. And drops Moxie and is just crying. And Moxie's like, I can't let the baby cry. So, yeah. And so goes to like snuggle up with the baby. And it's like, it's okay, don't cry, I'm right here. And then the baby is like comforted. And the exposition doll, or the exposition robot. Yeah. Uh, is like, compassion is the doll's like... Number, number one, one by, number one goal. Like you all pass the gauntlet. Good job. <laughs> Except Lou. Except Lou, who does not pass the gauntlet. Yeah, and this is where we get a whole nother dump of exposition. Turns out Lou is not a doll. He's not a doll. He's a prototype. He was never going to be allowed out. Prototypes were not. Yeah, not for public consumption. Mm-hmm. And so he, the portal that goes to like the real world. He's like, if I can't get out. Nobody gets out. So he smashes the portal and Mm -hmm. it's the sad moment of like, oh no. Oh no, none of us are gonna get our our kids. Yep. It's like the ultimate goal of a doll to be with a child. But then Lou gets captured and like tackled and they're like, What should we do with them? And they're like, Yeah, throw them in the washer. And he goes off kicking and screaming about Mm -hmm. how his suit's super expensive and dry clean only and you can't do this to me. And then like all the other dolls just kind of like gather at the portal and they and start. Like, the portal seems real fucking broken. Yep. And and, like, oh, it sucks. Yeah, and they start putting it back together. Yeah, just like piece by piece, they just reconstruct the portal. Yeah, and they kind of just sing their way into putting it back together. Okay, so the portal, which was a drawing. Yeah. Of a doll version. Of the Vitruvian Man. <laughs> of the Vitruvian Man. Without the junk. Well, yes. Yes. Very neutered. Yeah. Uh, but like, And a bigger head. Right. Because it's a doll. It's a doll version. But it, it is the Vitruvian Man. Uh, and then when they put the pieces back together, it's an ugly doll. Yeah. It's not with right. A, with a heart. Yeah. One of the shards the is a heart. The very last piece is in the shape of a heart. And it lights up. And they and put it's it in. portal again. And yeah, it lights up and there's a portal again. That's not fucking how anything works. I mean... If you... It's a magical a- portal that takes sentient dog dolls from a QA simulation to the world of living creatures. I don't think so we get to... So your answer is it's magic? Is it not? <laughs> Such a cop-out. Uh, yeah. But it's magic. So this magic happens. And, um... And the portal is healed. Portal's healed. Everybody's happy? Fine. Guess? Yeah, so they, um... Connect Perfection and Uglyville. Yep. So that people can go between the two towns. Mm Mm-hmm. They also... They open also the open the portal so that the all the dolls can go with their um, kids, but then also come back 
when their kids are asleep. Right. So they have the best of both worlds, where they can party with their friends and also do their job. Right. Okay. So this implies that a doll could at any moment walk into one of our children's bedrooms and just be their doll. This is the Monsters, Inc. problem. Yeah. Like, wait, what the fuck? Like, no, I don't like that concept. Mm-hmm. Although or the Toy po- Story problem. Although at this point, our kids have so many stuffies and dolls. Yeah. And if, like, one showed up, I'd be like, I don't remember this one. And they'd be like, oh, yeah, I got it from school. And I'll be like, okay. <laughs> cool, whatever. Nana gave it to me. Whatever. Seems legit. I don't remember any of this shit. But um, the last kind of moment of this is Moxie going to find her own child. Yes. And she gets, like, she goes to the portal and she's in a box. Mm-hmm. And, like, you see, like, a grown-up hand pull her out of the box, put a bow on her head and a tag, and put her inside this little girl's bedroom door. Mm-hmm. And, then, and they're like, don't wake her up. Yeah, and then Moxie walks across, mm-hmm. climbs up on the girl's bed, knocks over the journal that has the girl's name on it. Just like Maisie. Maisie or something very similar-ish to Moxie. Mm-hmm. Ma- Maisie wakes up, mm-hmm. sees this pink ugly doll. Maisie sleeps in a fucking headband. Which has the lump, like it's got a bow where uh, Moxie has like a lump on the side of her head. Mm-hmm. She's got, Ma- Maisie has flip out hair like Moxie does. Right. And she sees Moxie and like kind of touches her mouth because there's like three snaggly teeth. Right. One tooth and then like a big space and, and then, then like two teeth. And I was like, I bet this girl's going to be missing a tooth when she smiles. Girl smiles and she's missing a tooth. Right. And her daughter's like, you're so good at this. And I was, I was like, like, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah turns yeah. out I could write this shit. No. <laughs> and um, that's kind of the end. Mm-hmm. Like. Moxie finds her girl. Like, there's a big hug, and you can tell right. Moxie's, like, totally into it. Like, so happy about finding her, her child. Yeah. I hope that love is fulfilling for her. So, cool. Way to go, mm-hmm. Kelly Clarkson. What did we learn from this? Oh, almost forgot. There's credits. The end credits are sung initially. Right. There's a Kelly Clarkson song, but then the second song in the credits... Rap credits. Rap you credits. Had, you had Pitbull. You gotta do that. Ice-T's right. also in this, so... Yeah. Like, there's just... Two of them. It's, it's kind of bonkers. If you have Ice-T and Pitbull in your movie and you don't get rap credits out like, of it... what are you even doing? You're not trying. You just... You, you're a <laughs> So, uh, when my kids were like, who is that? I was like, it's Pitbull. And they're like, I know who that is. And I was like, how do you know who that is? And they're like, it's Song Quiz on uh, She Who Should Not Be Named. And I was like, oh. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, we didn't know sure. Pitbull. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. There's a lot of Pitbull on song quiz. So what did we learn from this movie? Okay, first off, I want to say, weirdly, this movie was not a thinly veiled metaphor for racism. Right. Star, gold star I mean, for that. It talked about being... It was a lot about being who you are and not caring about what society thinks about who you should be. There's a lot of body positivity in here. Yes. Um, like, a lot of good things. But, like, I mean, not that we don't need the, the metaphors for racism, but, like, it was, it, it was an, another angle on that. Right. And still, still totally cool. You okay? When I drink bubbly things, <laughs> it kind of makes me cough. <laughs> or you're getting the Rona. I mean, could be. 
Uh, either way. Either way. Hopefully. I haven't been tested in like a couple weeks. We'll, we'll, we'll let you know, dear listeners, if mm-hmm. we need to. If you need to quarantine after listening to this episode, we will allow I you I will to. let you know. Um, but anyway, yeah, it's it's good, though. Like, it is it is a very body positive, like, be your true self, be your, be your... Right, fuck society. They don't know what they want. Yeah, like, if it was up to society, we'd all be the same, and like, fuck that shit. Like, right, that's bullshit. You don't need that. Yeah. So I'm kind of here for the messaging. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not, not here for it. Yeah. I mean, is it delivered by, like, super beautiful people that... (laughs) Who are all very, very successful? Yes. And also Lizzo, (laughs) who in her own way is, but also maybe She's very beautiful and also successful. Yeah, not quite in the mold of, of like, Kelly Clarkson, I'm going to say. I mean, yes, a a little... Blake Shelton. A little, like... She has a black body, and it is not, like, straight size. But also, she's fucking gorgeous. She is, actually. So, like... Yeah, she's fine. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, it's it's really easy to tell people, Mm -hmm. fuck society, do what you want when you're rich and beautiful. Right. So, I mean, I should know. (laughs) I mean, I do not know. Maybe one day. Maybe one day I'll know what that's like. I could maybe aspire to have that. (laughs) Yes. Um, yeah. So, that's what I learned. It was fine. It was fine. It was adequate. It was cool. Whatever. Yeah, whoever the studio is, like, all of their people come a-running. Yeah. When they, uh, when they say jump. I want to blame there Sony. Was just a lot of people mm-hmm. in this movie. Indeed. Indeed there were. And, like, not necessarily actor people. No, they were all music people. None yeah. of these people were actors. I mean, again, arguably, some of these people have acted. Right, right, right. But it's it's not their their main. I mean, haven't you seen Ice T in like whatever CSI? Fuck yes, Ice T and CSI. And CSI. Him What's and like Chris. I don't remember Chris's last name. O'Donnell. Yes, <laughs> I only remember celebrity's first name. Like I met them at a party. Right. Like always. <laughs> um. But yeah, the but two yes. of them did well. Ice T and Chris O'Donnell on like whatever, whatever sport, like whatever, whatever like procedural CSI shenanigans they're on. Yeah, um, they're great. But anyway, um, there are a couple actors, but mostly it's music, music mm-hmm. people, and that's cool. So yeah. music people can deliver a decent animated flick if they. Yeah, have it was to. good. It, there was a lot of music, and the mm. music was great. The music actually was really fun, kind of fun, and I could see. Yeah. A, I'm not gonna be surprised if I walk in and somebody's playing um this soundtrack on their echo and you're like oh okay All right, cool. That's it's, a, cool. it's a good soundtrack yeah that's fine so yeah so um i guess what we learned is you should be yourself and you should not buy into the bullshit uh bourgeois constraints of society and also you can do anything for 100 episodes if you just keep drinking <laughs> also true So, on that note, all you out there, please parent responsibly. Please parent responsibly.